Tuesday morning and welcome to the Lady Light Podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Gladney, Christian author and the creator of the Lady Life magazine. And today I am thrilled to have ladies, uh, Lady Sonia Rochelle Diamond join the podcast. And many of you know this month we have been uh, celebrating uh, women, celebrating mom, moms, and just celebrating becoming the woman that God wants us to be. And that includes motherhood. We want to be the mothers that God has uh, called us and privileged us and gifted us to be. We know that our children are a gift from God. And so we want to uh, steward it well, the role of motherhood. And so let me tell you a little bit about uh, Lady Diamond. And so she's from Arkansas um, and she's a wife. She's a mom. In uh, her professional background, she's uh, worked in the government sector. She's also worked as an actress and a model. Um, and today, presently, uh, you can find her serving her community in several capacities. Okay, she sits on several boards within her community and is doing some great community work. And so uh, the past 10 years have been dedicated, uh, Sonia has dedicated her life to her son, Nathan, this handsome uh, little guy um, is such joy. And so for the past 10 years, she's dedicated her life to her son, Nathan, who was diagnosed with autism just before he turned three years old. And so Sonia, uh, she homeschools him and what an awesome privilege. And she's uh, studied extensively um, the topic, the subject of autism. And I am just thrilled that she is here to share with you all uh, today on the podcast. Welcome, Sonia. Hey, how are you, Miss Kim? I am good and glad that you are here. And so, look, we want to dive on in. How was your Mother's Day? Oh, it was very peaceful. I stay really busy, so I, I was very, it was very peaceful for me. <laughs> look, that is wonderful. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> very peaceful. And so, Sonia, mm -hmm. we have been talking about um, this month, the Proverbs 31 woman. And for you Bible readers, you know all about uh, the Proverbs 31 woman, or she's referred to as uh, the virtuous woman. And so yeah. in reading that, um, I love Sonia um, because you're doing a, a lot of the things that she did in the Bible, the way she is described. She takes care of her family. Um, she takes care of her community. Uh, her hands are fruitful. Uh, she... Mm -hmm. It's wise. She shows kindness. She speaks with wisdom. Uh, she helps the poor and needy. Um, and you do a lot of these things, Sonia. I do. <laughs> you do. When you, and that when is you say it, it sounds when you say it, it sounds really big. <laughs> but it's something that I do, and I do it um, effortlessly. And it is is part of my purpose, and I understand my purpose. So. I take it very seriously. It's not even work for me. It's just a part of my life. So I'm always I'm always overjoyed when uh, people can be recognized for doing something that they really and truly love and they understand that's their purpose. That is absolutely beautiful. And so I want to talk about motherhood. I met that handsome little man not too long <laughs> ago. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, yes. And so I want you to share with us, what does motherhood mean to you? Oh, boy. I don't even think that there is a definition for it from my, from my, you know, my point of view. Um, I, I, I may have had one before I became a mother, but once uh, God granted me that gift of giving me that little boy, uh, life took so many different turns for me that I could just say in a whole, it's an adventure and it's a journey. And it's one that uh, most definitely has made me and it's made me the person I am right now. Uh, I always thought I was so nice and I always thought I was so kind and so patient. But motherhood has really given me a whole nother insight on what all those things really are and true love and, and true dedication. So motherhood is is there's no word for it for me. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of life. And I have no regrets about uh, embarking on this journey of motherhood. That is so beautiful. It's a lifestyle. It is a way mm -hmm. of life. That yes. is so true. You know, it's something that you are grateful um, to do each and every day. I can I can totally uh, relate mm -hmm. to that as my life uh, uh, changed when I gave birth to, you know, our son. Um, yeah. And it is. It's hard to put a definition it is. behind motherhood. Um yeah, so that is so good. And so I want to, you to share a little bit about your journey um, because I know um, that you have a beautiful journey, one that can encourage and inspire others and a journey that is continuing. continuing. And so how did you respond when you first heard that your son had a uh, autism diagnosis? What was your response? Well, I'll be, I'll be very honest. You know, it was totally foreign to me. It was something that I had never heard before. So I was confused, you know. But once I began to listen to what the doctors were saying and different psychologists about what, because we don't even call it a disability. I call it his special ability because it's his ability to us. So when we were when we were faced with the diagnosis of his ability and, and we began to listen to other people speak about what it was, it left me very fearful, fearful, you know, I was scared. I was, um, I was lost. And I even went into a bad depression because I just didn't understand. And right in that moment, what they said my son was and would be, I believed it in that moment. But I thank God so much for just the, my, my mother and my grandmother raising me, um, in a Proverbs 31 family, okay? It allowed me to go home and get out on my knees and really ask God about this, this blessing that he had given me. And I know that God knew every hair on that little boy's head and that they don't know him. And God already wrote my son's book. It's been written and it's it's from front to, to, to back, beginning to end. My son's story is already written and the only person who wrote that was God. So I got right on my little knees and I began to speak with the person that knew him. And from that moment, when I got up off my knees that day, I began to understand. I began to accept and take on the challenge and thank God for, and I didn't say why me anymore. I said, why not? And then I thank God for this, this blessing that he given me in this journey, because I know that down this journey is so much bigger than my son and my husband and I. 
we're going to be able to reach so many people and we're going to be able to bless, you know, the world with this, these triumphs we've accomplished and just understanding that it's not the end when you, when you hear things that you're not used to hearing or you hear things that people don't typically say is normal. It's just the beginning and you just put your best foot forward and you keep God first and you just pray and you ask God where to go, who to go and what journey uh, with this journey that you, the new journey that you have. So initially I was a very scared person, you know, but once I went back and I, and I go back to who I am and that virtue and that wisdom. And, and I say, I tell you all the time, I thank God for my grandmother and my mom. When I go back and I went back to that, I dug deep and found all that strength that God has given a woman. And I put that into play. And from now on, there is no fear. I have no fear of no journey with my son. I'm very excited about my son's journey. And I can't wait to see what life has to hold for us because it's most definitely made me a better mother, a better wife. It's made me a better friend. It's made me a better neighbor, a better sister, a better auntie. Overall, just just having him and having, you know, this journey has made us uh, so much better people. And so I don't regret anything of it. And I thank God for choosing me now. That is absolutely awesome. I love it. Look, you moved from fear to faith. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yes, from fear to faith. That is so honest. You know, I want to be honest with, the, with, you know, with everyone. And I tell them it's okay because sometimes you just don't know. You know, but um, I know God gave me the wisdom to sit down and study and understand this ability. So we could just get to the whoever God called Nathan to be, not psychologist or, you know, what therapists think or um, the only way, the only way to really know was to go to the one that, you know, created him and knows his beginning and end. And he'll guide us exactly where we need to be. So this is how I face this every day. That is so, so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so I also love that you refer to um, autism as an ability, a special oh, yeah. ability, not a disability. <laughs> no, it's an ability. <laughs> it's an ability. And I think that is so profound. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, many others should view it. And I hope they do view it mm -hmm. in that way. And so what his special ability can you talk about, um, give me a challenge um, that you faced um, along the journey up until now and uh, how you have overcome that challenge and then encourage the moms that are moms in general, how to overcome, you know, challenges, you know, that they face uh, with their children. One of the biggest challenges that I faced was wanting to change who he was you know what i'm saying because you feel like he's going to be in a world where he's not the majority so the biggest challenge i had was you know wanting to change him and i had to overcome that and the way i overcame that was there was no way i should have ever wanted to change him what i should have done which what i do now is i just try i understand him I make sure that I, I make conscious ever to understand, understand my son's ability, understand why he does what he does and, 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 and take it from that angle and not say, 
you know, be this way or be like me or do like your father or do like, you know, every other 10 year old doing now and everything. It was just, it, you know, I had a hard time just being able to just accept that Nathan is who Nathan is. And I got over that by really understanding him instead of trying to change him, just understand him. And for the lack of a better term, I always told him, hey, you and I are both going to be, we're going to be not bilingual, but we're going to be like, by, we're going to be by personalities. We're going to be by coastal. We're going to be by everything. I said, because I want to learn your world. And I know if I learn your world and I get into your world with you and I flap my hands with you and I make silly noise just like you do. And I lay on the floor and look in the sky just like you do. If I join in with him, he's going to trust me. So I go into his world so he can come into my world sometimes. So he can understand that there's people in in, in, in my world, like mommy and daddy, and you have cousins and teachers and stuff that love you as well. So that was it. My, my challenge was trying to change him, but I overcame that by just understanding him and really researching and understanding what ability we had. So I can make my baby, you know, uh, by, I call you bi-sociable. You're going to be able to be in the world of autism, but you're also going to come out here with us old regular people who don't know anything. <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to make that his superpower. You have a superpower and it's okay for you to pop out of that superpower sometime and come and help us out here. And so that's, that's basically what that is. I overcame that by just understanding him. So that was the biggest one. Just don't, don't, I didn't, I shouldn't try to change him. I just should have tried to understand him. And once I started doing that, things start flowing so much better. The trust is there now. He trusts me and I trust him. So when it's time to do simple things that we really want them to do, like learn how to, you know, ask for something or do something, they know that you see them. I know that he knows I see you, baby. I'm not trying to change you or I don't see you. I see you and I see you for who you are. And once they get comfortable with that and, and you're comfortable with that, uh, a whole nother world opens up for the both of you. That is absolutely beautiful and great advice from mm -hmm. others. Don't try to change your children. Mm -hmm. Understand. Understand them instead. Mm -hmm. That yep. is so good, Sonia. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And so your response actually leads to the next um, question here. Because okay. I know you homeschool and I know you have studied um, the area of autism. So what necessary steps have you taken um, in the past and the steps that you continue to take to ensure that Nathan uh, has success in communicating and interacting with others? Well, uh, you said it right. I did a lot of research uh, just trying to understand it. It could be overwhelming. So I had to pace myself and I encourage people to pace themselves. But once you've done your research and you're comfortable and you're ready, the best thing you could do is start building. And that's building a good village for him. That means that make sure that you're with people who are like-minded like you about your son's ability and care as much as you. And that's all the way down to his therapist, to his friends, to everyone that's around him. We all have to have the same perspective and we have to all understand and know what we're up against. And what we're up against is a very great and incredible kid that is getting ready to teach us a lot about ourselves, this world, and we're all just going to learn from each other. So that is how I tackled that. I began to build a team. 
build a team of people and professionals after understanding it, you know, your therapist and everything that wanted exactly what you wanted for, you know, what we wanted for Nathan. And that's what, you know, you all have to do. Make sure they want what you wanted. What we wanted was we wanted just to get the best Nathan we could get. Because once again, we stop all that trying to change and making this. Uh -uh. We wanted to get the best Nathan we could get by any means necessary. And we we have this saying that we say in our family and, and he and I, you know, we make shirts and we do all that and put it on there. We say we just don't let the delay get in the way. There's a lot of delays and stuff that come with these abilities that our children have, but we won't allow any of those to get in the way. So we're not letting any delays get in our way at all. And we're taking those things head on. And we started with even your, our education. You, Yes, I did. I homeschooled them until I just put them in school last year. And that's because I homeschooled them. And a lot of it was for um, my comfort. But a lot of it was for um, just that, that, that the behavior and the discipline that I wanted to make sure that he had. And I wanted to, you know, pray over him every day and, and instill in him what I know that I could do. You know, I dedicated my time and my life to, 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 to doing that and giving him a great start, you know. So I did that. And I did decide to put him into a very nice uh, school, brick and mortar school here last year. He's done very well. But once again, it, it took me so long because he's 10 now because building that that foundation and that village that you need can take a while. You, you know, I, I went to a lot of different schools. I tried, you know, different things. I've looked and I just made sure I just did it at home and I did it, you know, with a great community of behavioral therapists and physical therapists and speech therapists and um, all of that together as a team here, you know, at my home. And then once we felt like we, or well, it's no felt like once we knew we had um, nurtured a very, very great Nathan, we knew he was ready to go out and to meet, you know, and, and began to, to do this thing that we call life out here because we don't fear for him anymore. He's very strong. We, we, we built him up like that. So uh, we're very confident in the decision to put him into a, a regular brick and mortar school. And he's doing so well. God is very good. And he'll successfully be completing a second year of brick and mortar school this year. That is so awesome. <laughs> yes. And I salute you and your husband for the amazing work. Yes. That mm -hmm. you are doing um, in your son's life and the work that you are doing within the community. Um, it is so, so good. And so my last question for you, Sonia, with all of this, I want you to mm -hmm. encourage some women because we have to take care of ourselves. Yes. Um, we Through all of this, we have to remember, you know, to take care of ourselves, us as mothers. And so what are some of the things you do um, for um, your care, for taking care of you? What are some of the things that you do? Well, I'm a... I'm I'm so I'm so earthy. I'm I'm so grateful, you know, just to be here and be alive that I like to try to take in a lot of things outside. So I'm an earthy girl. I sit out and I absolutely just enjoy the sounds, you know, just just birds, trees. <laughs> like I do all that. I like to sit. I like to sit still, sit outside, just enjoy nature. I plant. I like to plant a lot. 
I feel like when you're doing something that, you know, it's, it has life, when you're doing things that has life, it adds life to you. So if I've, you know, depleted everything in me, if I can get a Saturday where I can just sit and I can be out in my little flower bed, just me and God in the flowers and I'm planting. And so I do that. I find it. I try to find things that have life in it and, and enjoyment in that. And I also do some of the regular things us, us ladies like to do. I do. I go. I go get my nails done sometime. I sit there and get me a nice manicure. <laughs> I, do it. I have my little cheat, honey. I go and I get me my little Cheetos child and I go by myself and just sit with <laughs> those and I don't want to share them with anybody, Nathan or Jonathan. I don't want to share them, Miss Kimberly. So I go all to myself and get all my nice snacks. It's really the simple things in life that really do work. It doesn't have to be extravagant. You don't have to have a lot of money and you don't have to have, you just gotta, you just gotta be able to connect, understand and know what it is that brings you joy and you connect with it. And I don't care how simple it may be to someone. I don't care what it is. You find it and you go do it and you take 30 minutes a day to do it, an hour a day to do it, or you do it every two days, whichever one, just do it and don't feel guilty about it. We're the backbones, we're the backbones of our family and whatever we have to do to keep our spines and stuff strong enough to hold everybody up, we have to do that because if we are not strong and sufficient in ourselves, we cannot strongly and, you know, efficiently be virtuous and do all those things that come with that. And we all know that it's very selfless. You know, we, we make to, to be a mother. And when you choose to be a mother and wear all these different hats, you've become very selfless. So, you know, in order to keep that up and, and do what we do, sometimes you have to make sure that you're doing whatever it is to keep you strengthened and keep the life in you and keep you strong. And and no matter how small it is, go do it because I promise you, it's just that little bit more of energy and, and, and tug you need to keep on continuing with your day. And it also just makes your life worth living. So I'm an Audi door girl. I go outside and sit outside under my gazebo or I plant or I look at all my because I like gardening also. So I do a lot of things that add, that that's, that's about life because it, it, it seems to add life to me. That is beautiful. And I'm with you on that, that uh, nature. I love, hey, one of my favorite things is bird watching. So um, that is so good. And so one more question for you, Sonia. Okay. Um, as a mother, what is one scripture um, that has helped you as a mom? Oh, that is a very, very good question. Um, wow. I just know that I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know that because I spoke about it earlier today, you know, about the strength that we have to have and the strength that I, 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 I had to have when I got out on my knees and I began to pray. So there are several, but I can't. I, I can do anything, you know, with what God has given me inside of my chest and in my soul. So I can do anything, you know, through Christ that strengthens me to make it through the day, no matter how tough it is. Um, I can do it. So it would have to be that one because a lot of my life is, is about being strong and having the strength enough to just endure and to just accept things that I just cannot change, you know. But 
just give me the strength to wake up every day and just face it head on. So that would have to be it. Hey, that's a good one. <laughs> that's one of the best ones because I quote yeah, that all the it, time. It is. Oh. You know, a lot of people say it, but I live it. When I say yes. I live it, you got to have strength. You got to have strength to get up out that bed some days. So, and I can, and I can do it. I can do all things. So awesome, Sonia. Well, you know what? I have thoroughly um, enjoyed, enjoyed this podcast with you. Um, this has been so, so good. And I know it has been inspiring uh, or it's going to be inspiring for the listeners, those that are listening. You know, I know they uh -huh. are inspired by it. And so thank you so much for joining the podcast. No problem. I thank you for having me. Yes. And look, mm -hmm. ladies, I look forward to her joining again. And I hope that you have enjoyed today's podcast. And I hope that you will join again for more Tuesday morning inspiration. And remember, keep living your best life unto the Lord. Keep learning life's most valuable lessons. And keep creating positive change within your community. Bye for now and have a blessed day.